Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is The Guy Show, The Culture Report. Culture Report. Report. (laughs) Tamara and I get to get our shit off because, you know, interviewing people is cool, but we got shit to say. That ass. And there's things we can't say in front of our company. So, you know, this is when we get to act (laughs) that. No, no. It it really, it was an interview we did. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) What really made me say we need this because it was an interview we did. They were sitting in the middle. And they were like. And me and you was going out. They was like. (laughs) It was so good, though. And I'm like, I mean, it was good, but it's like, damn. Like, he probably was like, man, I want to talk about my album. Right. And we over here here arguing about another song. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, speaking of songs. A lot of new music came out. The girls dropped music. The girls are taking over the music industry, but I ain't even going to get into that. So I want to talk about I've the been f- saying that, by the way. I'm not. All right. I made hits uh, on the girls, too, by the you, way. You, 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 I've been a part of helping the girls take over. Ray always want PC and something. But anyway, Act Bad. That's the first song we're going to talk about, Act Bad. So I, we by got- the way, I hit Puff, and Puff hit me right back. He said, shout out to Puff, man. I can't lie. By the way, I got to say something. To all you people that think y'all too busy. Puff responds immediately, and he's a billionaire. I hit him and told him I love the record. He was like, coming from you, that means a lot. Oh, love that. See, he values yeah, so your I fuck with, Yeah, I fuck with him. I, 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 I like that act bad record. Anything that encourages people to do crazy shit, I love. Oh, you would. But you know what I don't like about it? Because, of course, I got to be that oh, person. <laughs> no, I like it. Like, it's going to be the song for the summer, but you know how I feel about the men trying to be baddies. And I just feel like this is a... Male baddie right. anthem. Here go Fab talking about older oh, girls acting bad. We're acting badder. Or, okay, Mr. Baddie, like, huh? Can we have anything? Can we at least have being baddies? No, y'all want to be baddies too. That's my only, you know, little discrepancy. In 1987. Oh, God, no, he did not. Michael bring Jackson out a made a song called "I'm Bad." How the fuck did it become something that belongs? To I'm me? bad, and baddies are two different things. No, baddies is actually created because of the word "I'm bad." Okay, let's go. Anyway, so that was the first song up. Oh, this actually happened right after we did trending topics last week. So I really wanted to get into this. My girl, my girl, Ice Spice. She um, she had a feature a collab um, <laughs> with a pop star, Taylor Swift. Oh, uh, we don't feel? acknowledge. There's only one TS, right? And it's me. I'm the only TS. We didn't call it TS. Mm, we call so, it Taylor Swift. We call you TS. But okay. Go ahead. So, all right. So, if you really want to know how I feel about it, like, honestly, I just feel like Taylor Swift has been in the industry for at least 15 plus years. This is the first time she's deciding to kind of cross over into hip hop. And um, she decided to go for Ice, which was really convenient being that her boyfriend called um, Ice, well, referred to Ice Spice as, as a fat Chinese lady. I think that it was more, I could play okay. the clip. Um, actually, way, I have the screenshot on my way, phone. By Braxton should play the clip at this very moment, but we get there. Yeah, so. He's going to get better, though. He's the best. Work in progress. But, um, so for me, I just think that, one, it just, it's everything that white feminists are. They come in and they act like they're for girl power and women empowerment all across the board, but it only benefits 
white woman. Um, so this allows her, because Taylor Swift, no matter what we want to, she's getting up there in the game. She needs a younger audience. So connecting with Ice Spice, both of them did benefit and were able to um, kind of cross genres and cross market or whatever you want to do it. But I just think that it just... Her doing this feature just... She's, by the way, Tamara is really bothered by this. I am. Because if you pay attention My to the show, <laughs> you never hear Tamara talk this much with me being quiet. She's <laughs> this is This is... Go ahead. Get it off. Get it off. Go ahead. It just shows that how manipulative and opportunist that white women are when what? they... Yes. She would have never did that. Do you honestly, all, all Tamara and black women pride and all that aside, do you really, in your heart think that Taylor Swift would have done this song with Ice Spice if her boyfriend did not make those comments? I don't know about the comments, but I will tell you this. There are artists out here, the smart artists are the artists that understand to reach down. Drake is the king of that. Hove is the king of that. Taylor Swift made the move. Most artists, when they coming up, they always want to do records with people bigger than them, right? Like, it's about me. But when you reach down, it becomes about everyone. So... Let's be clear. When she ever reached Let, to us. Let's be clear. Let me finish. Taylor Swift doesn't need to do anything for Ice Spice. Her fan base is not going to trip on something from Ice Spice. They're just not going to care. That's just period, right? Ice Spice has probably performed in her career. That's probably the biggest audience she's ever performed in front of in her life. Yes. It's a look. As long as it's mutually beneficial, everybody wins. But I would say this to artists out there. If you're listening, stop trying to do records with people that are bigger than you. It doesn't help you, especially if they're charging you. Do records with people that are on your level. Build together. Jay-Z, DMX. If you look at it, they all came up together. Every great artist came up together, and that's how they did it. And they'll promote just as much. They'll go just as hard for the yeah, song. Yeah, because they want it to work as bad. Look at that Lola Brooke record. There's a new artist on it. It works. A, a feature does not help your song. Because if they're that's listening for the feature artist, that means they don't give a damn about you anyway. That's why Drake is smart. He always goes first. And I just, then after his part is done, they usually turn the song off and the artist just gets nothing. Especially in the club, they're going to cut your whole Jay -Z thing Jay-Z smart enough. He goes first too. The smart artists understand. You hot, here I come. I'm going to give you a record. I'm going to give you a verse, no cost. I'm going to go first though. And then once I go first, go from there. Long story short, they owe Ice Spice an apology. So that song does not count as an apology so she still needs to address what her boyfriend said so i'll be waiting on that miss ma'am next up we have Nicki minaj and um pound town yep big red with pound town how do you feel about it give me a one to ten Some, something happened with Nicki over the last six months i don't know what it was but something changed with her I think she turned blood no i'm saying Nicki. Nikki is now understanding the purpose, the, I mean, the importance of embracing youth. Youth is what keeps everyone hot. Think about how different her life would be if when Cardi was coming up, she snatched her up. Yeah, the, she she's stealing be, she, this from Cardi. She's, she, they are having a Can I say this? Right can I say now. this? I don't think she's stealing it from Cardi because it's been done, it's been done but since the beginning of the time. I agree with you, but Nikki's not only reason why Nikki's doing it right now is because Cardi's rounding up with the new girls and Nikki's like, oh shit, I need to start doing that too. So now she's trying to do it. Nikki had her whole career to reach down as you refer to it and she hasn't. Now she's starting to say, oh shit, this is where I'm fucking up. I'm actually distancing myself from the younger generation. So now she's starting to say, oh shit, let me, let me reach down. So yeah, I think her, I think, I think, I think she's smart. My thing is this, 
I like to celebrate when people figure it out. Nikki is smart. Shout yeah. out. No, I'm serious because she was historically not known for not embracing new females. Mm -hmm. And now she is. So she got a whole label and is isn't Ice Spice signed her? Mm -hmm. Smart. She could have Cardi B could have been Cardi B could have been signed to her. She could have had everybody. If you're a superstar and you're not embracing the youth right now, you do not deserve to be a star. Or you won't be a star long. Because that artist, people remember how you treated them when they were at their worst. Everybody has a story of how somebody shitted on them. Mm -hmm. Everybody remembers who treated them bad when they were down. So don't be that person. As a <laughs> female and a New Yorker, it's just like we went through this with Foxy Brown and Little Kim. I really just want Nikki and Cardi to find a way because if New York stuck together and they like. If everybody stuck together. By the way, I ran to Joe Budden uh, a couple of days ago and shout out Joe Budden, who I never met, was showing love to the God Show. He said he's gonna come get on the God Show, so I can't. He said he actually said I'm I'm coming to Atlanta to do your uh -oh. show. So, for, but that is how it works. Mm -hmm. As you come up, you have to bring other people up with you because then if you don't, you're surrounded by people who are looking at you like your food, mm. and I'm gonna eat your ass alive. But if you came up and you was helping people, when people get up there, they just can't wait to be at the table with you. Help people. Okay, next up with the girls, we got Put It On The Floor Remix, Cardi B and Lotto's coming out. I actually think we're going to have a big fight for a song of the summer because that Put It On The Floor Remix with Cardi B is dropping tonight at midnight, um, so it'll be out by the time y'all get to watch it, so make sure y'all leave some reviews in the comments. But do you think this is going to be tomorrow part two? Like, it's going to be... No. No? Nah, because it has two options. What's the options? You have the original, you have the remix. Oh, I see what you're saying. When you say tomorrow, it was only one version. So it's hard to quantify what's happening with the song. So I don't know. I mean, but shout it's out to Lotto. It's going to be a hit anyway. It's going to be a, I mean, it's, a, it's already a hit. That's why Cardi's yeah. on it. Like, shout out to Lotto, though. But I just, you know, I think artists make, I, the remix has to be perfect timing. Mm. And I also think it should be different. How you know what different? bothers me that artists do? I don't know what it is. I got to just say this. You know, a, a pet peeve of mine that artists do? Artists, and, I, and this is some new shit, by the way. Artists, new artists now, will do a remix to their own song and they won't change their verse. Yes. That is not why Diddy made the remix. No, I'm serious. Like, like when you get on a remix of your song, you're supposed to do something new different. New verse or something, give us something new. Yeah, but artists, if you're going to do a remix, change your verse too. Add a verse. Give the song more life outside of the feature. Give, your op give yourself an opportunity to shine more. Period. I agree with you. Um, speaking of the girls, a fan recently commented that Young Miami isn't doing enough for Florida residents. Um, Young Miami responded by saying, the fuck, Florida ain't my kid. Do you think that people put too much responsibility on artists to handle political things? Man, that's a good question. What happened when Young Miami again? Say it again, I'm sorry. So um, there's a bunch of stuff happening in Florida, and one of the... Uh, somebody commented to Young Miami and said that she wasn't doing enough to speak up for Florida residents because, you know, she's Young Miami, she's from Florida, they want her to speak more. Young Miami responded and said, the fuck, Florida ain't my kid. <laughs> Do you think Ooh. that um, fans or just people in general put too much emphasis on celebrities? No. 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 The word is celebrity. What's the core word? Celebrate. Celebrate. You told me that. You want to be celebrated. Right. When you're celebrated or a celebrity, a lot comes with it. Mm -hmm. um, trust me, bro. Like, especially when you were intentionally a celebrity. Yeah. Like and, and, now that, and now that 
Only thing I only thing about what Miami did that I would be like, mm, is she said Florida. That's where she's from. It's like me saying, fuck College Park. They ain't my kid. I would never say that. I'm right. from College Park. I would never disrespect the place where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So I, or fuck Georgia. I would never say that because I'm smart enough to know that they will turn on you. You better, you better ask, ask the baby. By the way, I love, love shout out to Arnold and, and his team because I'm on my he guys. But it, it, the fans are so fickle because they have so many options. I haven't switched up on Kanye West because I don't have someone else I feel like that about. I just, I don't have another, I have another place to go. It's like, well, I'm going to go to play with Cardi. Like, I don't, I've grown (laughs) up with Ye. You see what I'm saying? So artists need to be careful on what they're saying because the fans have more options. By the way, it was just announced that there are 120,000 songs uploaded per day. That's way too much. 120,000 songs per day. Yeah. The options are there. Like, why would I? Why so, would I even play? Right? So it's not like like there's not anybody that like as big as Megan Thee Stallion is, which is huge. Fans aren't feeling like they have nothing. Why? You just said Pound Town is out. Mm-hmm. I um Lotto is out. So you can fade. Don't ask Fetty Wap. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to him. He had he had four big hits. He was huge. But what happened was, was he took advantage of the fact that he was huge and he started enjoying the fruits. Bro, we are not here to enjoy fruits. Working. We are here to plant seeds and put water on it. Ooh. We are not here to do not be that guy to enjoy your, like, I think one of my biggest flaws as a human my whole life was that I did not enjoy the fruits of what I did. You I just going, didn't. Right. I was just always like, that's good, dope. I just did an amazing call, a life-changing call. So now I get, I come back and film. I can't even, I don't even bask in the moment. I remember closing the deal but like, the deal was for $2.5 million. Close it, hung up the phone, did like this, went right back into the meeting I was in, got busy like I didn't have that. That's where greatness comes from. Greatness comes from not, it, not, not celebrating every time something happens. Motherfuckers are celebrate because someone's interested. Dev Jam call, woo! Let's go get some drinks. They just called, motherfucker. <laughs> they didn't even give you They didn't even fucking make an offer yet. <laughs> By the way, artists, stop getting caught up in... People saying, stop getting caught up in people saying they're interested in you. In our business, there's no interest until there's actual paperwork on the table. That's the first level. The second level is make sure that they countersign the paperwork after you sign. Oh, that's a good one. Because I can tell you stories of people that signed contracts and the label got cold feet and pulled out. How, wait, how can I sign because I didn't, because th- I didn't sign the counter signature. There's so nothing to hold me accountable. Oh shoot! Mm. Yeah, so I'm just saying because a lot of people be like, all these labels are calling me. All these labels are calling me. That's like women saying all these guys want to take me out. No, they don't, baby girl. You have a fat ass, and they want to do something with that. <laughs> they do not want to wife you. They just want to fuck you. Saying these artists need to know they do not. They do not want to sign you until they want to sign you. They're just trying to keep you close, make you think they're interested in you, so you, you can co- tell people such and such called me, such and such called me, but it is not real until someone sends a deal. Mm. Anybody in the music business knows that. Stop celebrating people calling you. They only called you because you popped up on their data sheet. It was one of 3,000. When that CEO call you, <laughs> now that's when the game is different. <laughs> when the boss call you, now it's different. But if some little, if, matter of fact, here's some advice. Oh, this is bad. Here's some advice to some artists out there. If a label calls you, Ask the guy who's calling you what department he works in. <laughs> if he says I'm in A&R, I knew that the next question is, are you in research? Mm. Ooh, I just, I just traded on my game. I just traded on my team. 
motherfucker be like, such and such called me. You don't know that the research guy that called you sits in the cubicle down there by himself and no one pays attention to what he says and the boss don't even know his name. They don't even care about his name. But he called you though. And he, and he said door. what you're doing is dope. Dope. That's their favorite word. Dope. Dope. Yep. Mm-hmm. dope. Watch what you're doing. On that. Dope. dope. <laughs> Hold on. You put out dope. dope. Well, let us know. We're paying attention. They're paying attention to everything. They don't have no choice. So how do you, as an artist, how do you nego- How do you tell which way you should go? So if two labels are reaching out to you, right, how do you figure out which label you should kind of gear towards and who's taking you more serious? Can I ask you a question? How do you figure out what guys you want to take serious and what guys I you just want to I don't know. That's with? why I'm single. No, you do so know. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> <It's> stupid. <laughs> you know. My, my thing is this, is that don't get caught up in the hype. People, a lot of people's problem is, is that they buy hype. I can't even lie to you. Since we started the guy show, when I step out, it'd be like, people be like, Ray, I fuck with you. And I'm still like, really? Like, I don't buy into my hype. I'm just a dude that put a microphone in front of my face and decided to talk in front of a camera. I'm not like, yeah, look at me. I'm the motherfucking nigga. Look at me, y'all. I'm the man. Nah, you don't. Don't do that. Don't buy into the hype. At the end of the day, we all humans trying to figure this shit out. And a lot of people, you ever heard us flop? When somebody flop on that second album, they bought into the hype. But I think that's the hardest thing to do, have a successful first album and that pressure of putting out that second album is. Well, usually, usually they don't go to the same people. Usually they don't go to the same people because they think they the shit now. And they hate. And I think artists have a problem with that dynamic of knowing that you had something on me. Mm-hmm. That dynamic of knowing when I was hungry, you the motherfucker that fed me. And now that all these people around celebrating me, I know in the back of your head, you looking at me like, I remember I bought that nigga McDonald's. And in your mind, he might not even be thinking that, by the way. But in your mind, he got to go. I got to get rid of him. I want to be the man. And I don't want him around. And usually that's when it's the beginning of the end. So speaking of labels, so Title CEO thinks that the music is undervalued and underpriced. No, Warner CEO. Oh, that might be Title CEO. I know yeah. Warner CEO said the same thing. I got to ask Title, so mm-hmm. probably all under there. So um, he is moving towards making a new um, business model, and they want to they want a model that supports all artists, indie artists and major label artists. So what does this really mean in layman's terms for somebody like me? What are they trying to do? Trying to get the consumer to pay more money so they could make more money and pay more money. It's that simple. So what do they want us to pay more? Like Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I got a question. I want some shit. Let's say Spotify has been around since two, since I know at least 2015, 16. I know it's longer than that, mm-hmm. but they became popular around 2015, 16, right? Mm-hmm. That is, let's say 16. That is seven years ago. They still have the same prices. Netflix every six I'm months is jumping 50 cent. Every six months. We got to go to twenty four ninety nine. We're going to be paying $50 a month for Netflix no, me and next Netflix year. No, Netflix going to fight. No, I'm saying the music, the music business has to up. start undervaluing itself. Because anywhere there are people, there will be music. You can't say that for nothing else. So did streaming cause this type of undervalue? Yes. Because what happened is, is there was a point in time where I can go buy it. I had to go buy your album for ten ninety nine. Yours for $19.99. She's a new artist. I bought her for $7.99. Now all I got to pay is $9.99. I got all y'all shit whenever I want it. So there's the problem. Therein lies the issue. So Mm -hmm. now music, it's all about aggregate. It's all about um, consumption. It's all about getting as much people listen to as possible. But here's the good part, though. Here's Because I don't want to downstream it because it's not all bad. Here's the good part. If I tell you Tamira made the worst song in history, 
you're going to go listen now. Mm. A stream is a fucking stream. Facts. Just to talk shit. Just to talk shit. One of my favorite, one of my, one of my, one of my favorite songs, terrible songs. It's like if I had to have a terrible song list, number one is this song called It's So Cold in the Deep. It's probably the worst song ever made. But that shit got like 13, 14 million views on YouTube. Why? Because it's so bad that you still got to go listen to it just to say, <laughs> have you heard it? Like, nah, you got to You got to hear this shit. Matter of fact, you got to see the video. The video is terrible. Like you say, all publicity is good. No, I'm just saying, in, in, in streaming, you know, all I got to do is listen and I'm fine. A stream is a stream is a stream. A stream is a stream is a stream. And I don't even need you to listen to the whole song. Give me 30 I seconds. I always wonder. Oh, no, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. It has to be, That's you have to have 30 seconds, then it counts. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Um, Chameleonaire did an audit and found out Universal owed him over 600000 When should an artist audit their label? Mm, that's a great boy. That's a good question. And I know the answer, and I hate to say <laughs> it. Audit your label when you're trying to get off. Because every time you audit a label. They don't want to get rid of that. Ass, no. So. Every time you order the label, you're going to find some money that's owed. Y'all know that's how 50 Cent? Well, this is what I heard. I heard 50 Cent, that's how he got off Interscope. He was like, I want off this label. And they was like, no. And then he audited them and found out they owed him like $10 million or something like that. It was like a crazy number. And then he was like, all right, cool. And then they was like, you can go. <laughs> okay, <do laughs> you can go. You just get Matter of fact. Because let me tell you why. Because the one thing you don't want to happen is other artists to start telling other artists, mm. audit their ass. What? Everybody looking under the hood. Everybody, everybody under the hood now. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Okay. Ghostface Killer came, Killer's kids came out and was calling him deadbeat dad and was like, why do you love everybody but your own kids? Um, one of his gay sons actually said, you made me hate myself. Um, as a manager, what do you do when family brings drama to the internet? And how do you tell your artist to deal with that? Well, someone that has family drama, I just stay away from everybody. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, first of all, I'm not arguing publicly with nobody. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in having a public argument for people to see. What the fuck is wrong with people? Why people don't even understand that? Like, no, no disrespect to Ghostface, son, because I don't know that situation. But um, I hate when people paint the picture like the celebrity is the bad person. The celebrity is the most preyed on person in the family, in the scenario. So for you to say something bad about him is unfair because if he says something bad about you, nobody would give a fuck. So he has to be held to a standard or I'll air his ass out and tell him he's the worst dad of all time. Bro, it happens. It literally happened to me. Family is just never enough. People's perception is just never enough. I think the only way people are going to truly be happy with your success is if they can see the bank account. Right. Not just that, though. But also see how much you spend you on access. it. And also see what else you spend it on. Then it's like, well, damn. Because people might think because you got a million dollars, you're rich. But they don't know. If my overhead is $100,000 a month, I got 10 months worth of money. That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it looked like I got a million, but I got 10. Now, if you dipping into my overhead, so if I give you $10,000, I got 9.9 months. <laughs> 9 months worth of Hardly money. Because you're cutting into my overhead. So, I just feel I hate that the Ghostface situation happened. I feel bad for his his kids his kid his kids. I feel bad for him, and I feel bad for the fucking agenda that you everybody wants to push. That's why Tamira says his gay son. Why couldn't he just be a son? Because well, gay makes him no. Because gay makes him look like a worse person. That's his son. 
Well, the reason why is because when he said, you made me hate myself, I figured that he was he was trying to wave a flag like, Ooh. oh, it's because I'm gay. But he had the you text messages. I didn't assume. Me I, have the, I, have I the, didn't have the best childhood growing up. And my mom didn't make me love myself and didn't make me feel that way. And I never, it's not because I'm straight. <laughs> it's because we all have <laughs> issues that we fucking deal with. By the way, why don't more people blame shit on, why? I think oh, the most. Here we go. I think the most conveniently used word in America right now, the the most conveniently used statement in America right now is mental health. Oh, yeah. Overrated. Now, here's why I say that. Because someone kills a whole bunch of people, he has mental health issues. Someone, uh, 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 designer, jacked off on a plane, mental health. Blame it on mental health. But when someone says, I want to be another person, we just say, that's fine. Why don't we say that's mental health? I'm just asking. Like, I'm really asking curiosity because if I came in, I get an example. I got to ask a question. I'm really, and it's going to be controversial. I don't want to piss somebody off, but I have to ask this. I ask this all the time. Why is it when Rachel Zoliak said she was, she identified as black, they called her crazy, everything she else everything she wants to do. But if Caitlyn Jenner says, I'm a man, I'm a woman, everybody's like, oh God, he's living in his truth. Why would I want to be a different, why can't I identify as a white man and say- about white people problems. I don't know. No, 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 no. We got, we got black people in that stuff too. I'm just saying, in general, why is it that, why is it that I can't say, man, if I said I identify as a basketball, people would say, I'm crazy. No, am I lying? I, no matter of fact, I identify as a giraffe. People are gonna say he's crazy. Am I right or wrong? You, he's crazy. But yeah. if I say if I say I identify as a white man, you're crazy. Look at yourself. But if I say I identify as a woman, good for you. I'm about to start that. I want to identify as a rich white man. Good for you. I want to see how far you're I get strong. It. And my thing is this: it's like 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 Chris Rock said. It's selective outrage. It's like, and my thing is this: is that why can't it all be the same? I'm really asking, by the way, this is not me attacking a community. Yeah. This is me. I have a gay artist signed to me who I love. I ask him the same goddamn questions. <laughs> I just want to understand. Right. How do you do it? Please. I've decided a long time ago you were low-key part of the problem because you're like a white ally on the low. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a right ally. I said I'm a right oh, ally. Please. I am for. The, I'm on the side of. No, because I believe we had this right. conversation before, and we were talking about because I have it in my notes, and you went right into it. You said that we should have more grace because people tend to have a bad day, right? This is what you were talking about when we were talking about that white lady who tried to steal a city bike, and you were like, "Oh, we Ooh. don't know what goes on." Hear me out. People, I'm not done with my hear me out. Okay, first. go ahead. Okay. We sit here and we go, ooh, um, white people have bad day. Black people, there's a, there's a poem I want everybody to look up, and it's called um, Because I Left My Pencil. And it talks about a student who has to go through a bunch of stuff before they get to school, and the teacher yells at them just for not having their pencil, and they did so much just to show up that day. Um, long story short, black people are not given that grace. We sit here, we watch our mothers go through so much. We watch our families in general. We watch racism every day. We watch our families struggle just to put food on the table, daily lives. And white kids could watch their parents just simply get a divorce and now all of a sudden they're having a bad day and we have to have so much compassion for them the things that black kids in the hood deal with on a daily can't talk i'm not done you can talk but, once but, I'm done. but here's the thing you're gonna you're gonna get lost 
in the messaging. Okay, so go ahead. So yeah, I so forgot why, the question. So why are you an ally? Why do black people? Why do white people get to have a hard day, and we have to be more compassionate, and we have to know what can they I, went through through the day? But black kids don't get that same can grace. I, stop? I think all humans should have the right to have a bad day. It doesn't happen. No. I'm not speaking. Well, it doesn't happen because humans behave like you right now. They see everything as black and white. Yeah. And I don't see everything as black and white. I see everything as human. Everybody has a bad day. And the difference between this situation and the situation we spoke about was that that is temporary. What's temporary? Having a bad day. Uh-huh. You might, everybody here had a bad day and said some shit they didn't mean. That's temporary. I'm speaking about something that feels permanent. Because I don't know nobody that's been a trans trans. Meaning they went to a man and a woman, and then they went back to a woman because they ain't like being a man. See what I'm trying to say? It's permanent. So I'm speaking about permanent changes. That's the mental disorder. Everybody who I speak about when I have a bad day is like, bro, there's a time where you can catch me going crazy. I'm at a bad day, and the guy pulled up next to me and was like, why'd you part like that? And I went crazy. I'm like, you had a bad day. That's different. That's giving each other grace. I'm speaking about when someone says I identify something, we usually say, yay, that's cool, but no, that's crazy. That's not fair to me. Well, I think that what you're, what you're particularly talking about as far as sex identity, that's you're still human. You're like, okay, I don't know if I want to be male or female. You talk about something, oh, I want to switch my whole thing and go from human to a giraffe. I think that that would qualify as mental like some type of mental. Wow, issue. giraffes are peaceful. I want to be like one. Look how tall they are. They're above everybody. I'm They're with above you. Everything. I want to identify as a well, rich I, white man. But then you shit. should. By the way, let me tell you. What, I'm I gonna, identify I'm, as a I'm bad gonna, bitch. I'm That's what a, I put on my. I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna make request. a prediction. There's gonna be a man who looks like a man, acts like a man, like me, just a man, who claims he identifies as a woman. Just a. They're gonna he and he gonna do something crazy. And people are going to be like, why do we let that happen? I promise you, because identity is identity. Identity is not a fact. It's identity. It's what I see, right? And if you see yourself, I can say I'm a woman right now. And if I say I'm a woman, then y'all got to treat me as such. So when I, go, I do a crime, send me to the female jail. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. That's, but that's my point. It's the issue because it's the agenda at this very moment. It's okay until something goes bad. You know what the like, agenda is, right, Ray? Because I told you what they're going to do. I told you what they're going to do. What's you that? know what's at the end of this tunnel? They're going to eliminate genders. There's going to be a world that they we live in. They already have. And there's going to be no genders. There's they not going to be male, female. Exactly. Anytime so. if anybody fill out an application in the last two or three years, you can say male, female, Other, I'd rather not say. Non-binary. They already, they already did it. They already did it. They already did it. But I'm telling you, somebody is like, you know, <laughs> it's like a motherfucker that figured out the system. Like, man, all you got to do is say, right. so hold on. Mm-hmm. If I say I identify as a woman, do I have to get the surgery? That's your business. Okay, cool. That's now you it. Could, mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, now you Just can start finessing. Yeah. I'm with it. Somebody, motherfucker, where there is a rule, there's a finesse. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch there's gears a rule, a there's a finesse. Um, so the Little Mermaid came out this weekend. I had the most amazing moment watching Little Mermaid. Tell me about it. I was watching The Little Mermaid with my daughter, and she said, and you know, I was messing with my daughter. I was like, what movie are we watching? And she was like, we're watching the movie about the brown mermaid. And that shit just made me smile because it was like, damn, she's brown, a brown girl watching a movie about a brown. I mean, it was just one of the moments I was like, that's the importance of inclusion. 
That's America. Yeah, that's what the only thing I could think about when white I was America. Watching. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to let us have one. We don't get them all. It's okay to share though. But I do want to say like. Well, I got to ask a question. I got to ask black people a question. Ask it. What if there was a? Let me. What's a, what's a, give me a famous black character? Oh, what if white people wanted to do coming to America over with a white cast? I mean, y'all well, wouldn't. Black if y'all like, want to come from Europe and do it, no, I'm saying and, unflavored. And, and, and they did it. Ireland see, see the shade unflavored. See the shade. Go do it. Unflavored. I'm just saying. What if they wanted to do that? So here's why I say I believe in what's right. I want to make sure this is clear. Because it's cool when they do it. No, no, absolutely not. First of all, first of all, I was going to let you rock, right? I really was trying to let you rock. Coming to America is a black, the, the whole story is about our culture coming from Africa, coming to America. Royal, they can't do that over. You're going to have to give something else. Like, I don't know, but it can't be that because that is based in culture. The Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid is fictional and it's not based in culture. All her sisters were different ethnicities and all that. They they had inclusion. No, you're gonna have to give me a different example because they cannot do coming to America over. It will be a problem, straight up and down. What if they do a white Dolomite? Dolomite, it might be out mine. What if they do Dolomite, white man, way down in the jungle deep? Like what if they do that? How are we gonna feel as black people? That's what I mean. But I'm on the side of right. I'm on the side of right, guys. I'm not on the side of mine. I'm on the side of right. If, if they can do it, we can do it. That's the, If you ever hear me talk, I only talk about what they do versus what we can do. Not, well, they can't do it, but we can. Except the y'all have nigga. a million stories. Like, why would y'all want to come to, like, this is what. A white God, man has a connection to Dolomite. Mm. He has a connection to it. That's nice. He nice loves Dolomite. He wants to be him. Anyway, I was saying that you were right because feminists came and their biggest complaint about The Little Mermaid was that she gave up her voice to a man. What? They found the way to complain Shut about the, the movie. Up. Yeah, so I was just like, Ray is right. Feminists do kill everything. Like, the how feminist the movement has officially killed love. <laughs> the feminist movement has officially killed love. In every no, aspect. No, I'm serious. And where did the feminist movement start? White women. I don't know who would. Oh. I'm asking. But I will say this. Whoever started it was fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that whoever started the feminist movement was confused. Like when the civil rights movement started, we knew what we wanted. We want to drink that water. <laughs> we want to be able to sit down in the restaurant. We want to go to school with y'all. We want to learn what y'all learn. But the feminist movement is like, we just want to be y'all. Bring back separate, but equal. Okay. Anyway, American black dad question It's graduation season and the kids are acting up at graduation. So, um, you know us, we always cut up at graduation, do a little extra dance. I didn't graduate. Well, I'm sure you've been to graduations before. You did kindergarten or something. Um, I cried kindergarten, I did, but as a... So, um, the kids now, you know, we've been getting more unique with how we graduate. We decorate our caps. They're doing dances now. Um, police were actually at some graduations waiting to... Arrest kids? To, Shut the fuck up. To, what is it called? Like, hold them down to kind of, like, prevent them from dancing and doing too much at graduation. Um, do you think kids should be able to celebrate um, as they go across the stage? You're fucking right. Me too. This, I've been, this is 12 years of my life. This is, uh, you are, you are, you graduated when you're 17. You, you've been in school for goddamn 13 of those fucking years. I, when I get on that stage, I'm breaking, I didn't graduate. And if I did, I would have showed my ass. Yeah, I showed I graduated my ass. late. Man, I, I was I graduated. Man. And my whole family, it's my mother brought my dog. We had the little yell signs. We acted up. So yes, I think that that's an accomplishment. I do think that there's a time and a place for everything. Like don't mess up the whole overall ceremony, but do your little one two in and keep it moving. Um, another America's Black Dad question I got for you is: so three thousand kids failed a state test. Um, sixty percent of them did not score proficient on the. ELA portion of the test. 
whose fault is it? The kids, the parents, or the teachers? Society. The whole society. Society. See, it's the problem. This is what I mean by I'm on the side of right. We can't blame the kids because they're not being, they, they are not mature enough to understand the importance. We can't blame the parents because I'm a parent. It's really fucking hard. Like, to make the money, pay for your kids, take care of your kids, make the money, do this, go to kids' recital. They got soccer. They got this. It's so hard. It's so hard. Bro, we all need to give each other some grace, man. By the way, shout out to teachers. Shout out to teachers. I feel fucking sorry for y'all. I feel bad for y'all. I think that I think that in society, like, the worst job in America is a teacher. Somebody has to be held responsible, though. Like, 3,000 kids failing a state test, somebody has to be held responsible. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere. There's some type of something going on that needs to be... Either the curriculum is wrong, something, something is happening that 3,000 kids are not proficient in English. Like, America got to do better. This, this, well, guess what? It's TikTok fault. If I was that age, there would be 3,001 kids. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm being honest with you. So it's like, it's kind of fucked up for me to even talk about it because I wasn't a good student, but I wasn't a good student because I wasn't interested. And I wasn't interested because I had other shit on my mind, like girls getting clothes to get seen by those girls, making money to take those girls out. A whole lot of shit. And you know, I just, I got lost in the sauce. And these kids don't give a fuck. By the way, let's be clear. Let's be clear. It's something I want to say. Education has been devalued and is so devalued in 2023. It's a damn shame. Let me give you an example. There's somebody right now who went to school for four years to do journalism and are mad because we're doing this right now and we have no education on it. Well, I don't like imagine if you was my father went to school to do journalism and then here come Noriega with the number one podcast in the world. Like, no, I feel you. That was young Miami guy. Um, when she won podcast of the year, um, of course it pissed people that went the right way off. off. It, of course it, it, of course it pissed me off. So I'm just like, I'm just like, man, just imagine that. Just imagine there's somebody that went to school for six years to learn finances, went through all the right ways. And then somebody got on the camera and said, I'm going to tell you how to make some money. And that dude got more money than him. Imagine that. So look at what society is seeing. Society is seeing kids are seeing like, this is why I said, I want to double down on my teacher comment. This is why I said that. Being a teacher is the second, I'm going to actually first. It's the first, uh, hold on, I lost my chapter. It's the first job, un, it's the first unappreciated job in America. And the reason why is because teachers get blamed for everything and they don't make no fucking money. And nope. they got to teach your kids and they can't correct them because you're going to check them. They can't do nothing. They can't reach them. The only other job in America that the second one is police. But at least po- I would have said police are worse because police get killed. Mm-hmm. But, Nowadays. But I'm going to say the police, are, because at least a police officer, could, if me and fucking Braxton was police officers and we was pissed one day, we could just beat the shit out of somebody and get away with it. At least take our frustration out on somebody. Mm, teachers teachers can't. can't do nothing besides, yes, ma'am. And little little Mike Mike doesn't read that well, and but he understands rap songs. Well, 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 why the fuck he can't read? It's your fault. Well, ma'am, I have thirty people I'm teaching, including right. your son. So I'm trying my best, bitch. You ain't trying hard enough, bitch. 
Matter of fact, parents act. I'm trying to tell you. And then if the t- if the students fail, you're making a big deal out of it. They can't fucking win. If you are a teacher, I love you. I support you. I'm I'm sorry. All right, this is an awkward question. And another thing. Okay, go. Ahead. If you could teach me about something, why can't you do it yourself? Think about that. How are you going to teach me how to have? Yeah. There are people in the music business right now. There are people who are not in the music business that are teaching people how to be in it. Yep. And making money off of it. And making money off it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how I made a million dollars in the music business. Bitch, you made it by charging me. Right. You didn't That's make exactly it because you got a song on the radio. You didn't make it because you got an artist performing. How are you going to tell me how to be successful or something? Think about that. I always thought about that. Like, imagine being a teacher in Silicon Valley. Imagine being a teacher at Stanford University. <laughs> Imagine that. No, I'm serious. Being a teacher, and you're telling people how to build IP that is worth billions of dollars. Motherfucker, if you what know you how to do here? it, why you ain't do it? Little Duvall had made a tweet, and he said, like, <laughs> black people were the biggest scammers for other black people during the pandemic because we took advantage of people wanting entrepreneurship. So I think what he was going towards were the people who are, like, selling courses and <laughs> stuff, and they don't even... They didn't, they're, they're flaunting this lifestyle of, look how rich I am. You can get this too if you buy my course. And it's like, you didn't even get rich off of what you're selling the course Dear on. Dear Dreamers community, do not buy, if you have a dream, do not buy a course from someone who cannot show you how they made money doing what they're going to tell you to do. Super important. Not how they made money. I'm, and when I mean by making money, I ain't talking about how they Got a code. You can go to the bank and ask for a G37 loan. Right. And that loan to give you 10000 I ain't talking about that. That's information. Mm. That's not showing me how I can make money in music or mm. anything. Do not let someone sell you a course if they're not doing it. The reason why I think our show is popping, and I say this humbly, is because I'm one of them. I'm a motherfucker that may, I have one of the biggest songs in the world right now. I am that. I have artists that I'm signing right now. I am in the game. That's why what we're doing is working. Not because I want to be in the game and saying, let me tell you how the guy got money in the music business. Have somebody teach you how to make a million dollars in the music business and tell them to show you how they did it. I know how I did it. And I know it's not no fucking course for it. <laughs> it's a lot of hard fucking. The course would be work, put the page, more work, put the page, more, more work. Every page would be just work, work at the end of it. That's how you get rich in this shit. All yeah. right, I got an awkward black dad question for you. Um, Teenagers are asking their parents for sex toys. Would Shut you? Shut the fuck. Would you buy? No way. I don't even want to entertain that. <laughs> I don't even believe that. But why? Like, if it prevented I, them from going to have being sexually active, and your daughter was like, "Hey, I'd rather dildo than go out and have sex." What kind of people do that, Don Vito? Ask Tamira. What kind? What kind? What kind of people do? It ain't people that I know. Why you ain't make? Why you ain't blaming that on white people? Why is that okay to talk about? <laughs> why is that not? Uh-oh. I, I listen. I don't know nobody with teenagers, so I'm I'm asking as I do, and I don't know nobody that does that. Why are you not blaming white people for that? See what I mean by selective outrage? I would love to blame white people for that. Then you should go ahead. Okay, white so, people are buying dildos for their daughters. Say that because I don't know no black person that's doing it. So that's a no in black. Or community. and I, it might be, by the way, white people. I'm sorry if this is offending you. It might not be y'all. It might be a whole nother fucking race or something. I don't know, but I know it ain't nobody I know. So it's a no. You would not. I don't even know why we talking about this. Because it's a, it's I cannot believe. Like no, no, I'm saying I, I agree. But what I'm saying is I can't believe that that is even a conversation. I think it's a good conversation. Sex if you toys? have teenagers and your child wants to prevent from going out and having sex with men and they want to explore their own body instead of sharing it with someone else. Like that's a conversation you might want to have with your child. 
No. Okay. Not it. I don't have Have kids. a conversation. And then after that, say, now let's go to Starship so I can get you some toys. <laughs> I, don't know. I understand having a conversation about the penalties of sex. Mm-hmm. I get that, but I'm not taking you to the sex store to say, and by the way, Jay, here's three dildos. But you will buy condoms for your child. Yes. Okay. I don't believe you should be fucking if you can't afford $3.99 to buy a condom. All right, well, all I don't believe if so. My son comes to me and says, "Daddy, I want to have sex. Can you give me some money for a condom?" I'm gonna tell him, "Your ass don't need to be fucking if you don't have three ninety nine for a condom. You don't even need to be fucking because where you gonna fuck at? You got three ninety nine for at my house, uh, yep. at her house. I want you in her house because her dad might we walk in and kill your yep. ass. So what are you doing to that? And that's been happening. That's my point. Me. So I, I'm I'm not entertaining shit. See, this is what I mean when I say I'm a black father. Black parents don't entertain shit. Black parents, Cut we don't have time out. for that shit. Your son to come home and tell you. Dad, I identify as a basketball. And I want you to refer to me as Spoiled little basketball. Oh. What's a black dad going to say? Hey, you don't get the fuck okay. out of my motherfucking face with that shit. Go take that shit to your mama. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Am I tripping or not? What the that's what I mean by dad. Black, that's what I mean by black father. Like black fathers don't got, t- t- we got time for that shit. The people on the internet have a question for you. Because last week we were talking about slavery and oh, yeah. they said if Ray does not want to teach his, teach his kids about slavery, does he think white kids should be taught about slavery? How do you feel about critical race theory? I think that, man, it's going to sound crazy. After you put it that way, I don't believe that we should talk about it in schools. Oh, my God. Please, somebody get me out of here. No, no, no. Listen. Listen. Let me ask y'all so a question. So just d- delete history I, from I, school. No, no, no. Can I ask y'all a question? the fuck is America going to teach? Can I ask y'all a question? Can I ask a question? History is Can I ask a question? Slavery. I have a question for you, future black mom. What the fuck do parents do? I don't know. No, I'm asking. Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. Like, we always talk about what you, like. Try to prepare you for Teach your kids at home about that. I don't believe that there should be anything in school that teach. Like, okay, just imagine. Don't leave me to teach my no, kids no, no, about no. slavery. No, 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 no. <laughs> my kids is going to come out on a war that's, path. That's, what I'm saying. that's cool, then. That's your kids. And then they're going to blame you. But school would be a neutral space. No, I'm just saying. Space, like, why are, we, why are we? And by the way, see, I know people are going to be pissed off at this. Let me just hear my logic. I just, I just, I just don't believe you should sit uh, 30 uh, immature brains in a room and tell them how one group of people had power over another group of people. I just don't think, because I'm immature. I'm going to give you an example. I remember when I saw Higher Learning. I saw when I was a teenager. And it's a part where the white boy, Michael Rappaport's character, is in the point, pointing the gun at Omar Esfet. He's like, who's the monkey now, nigga? Who's the mon-? And I, was, I wanted to hurt white people after that movie. Like, I really was like, man, we should fuck a white person up. That, I was fucking a kid, though. I didn't know no better. So you mean, and I, I mean, I wasn't like eight, by the way. I was a teenager, whatever year that came out. I'd be like eight, 17, 18. Imagine telling a seven to eight-year-old, young man, his dad used to own your dad. So where do we draw the line? Do we not teach kids about 9-11 because a group of terrorists did that? Like, where do we draw the line on what, what we're sharing with our children? Like, like what? Because if I heard that... Well, see, okay, well, then all well, that. See, now nah, I'm mad at Muslims now. Nah, so what see, do we I, not oh, teach I'm our glad, kids? See, that's why I'm glad she went there. The 9-11 tax wasn't a Muslim thing. It, was it a, wasn't. It was the American exactly. government, but that's no. a story for another day. 
Let's be. Let's put this on record. She said that shit. And I the sure government will. Gonna shoot and people, my mother worked in. Don't take me out. My don't take me out. I don't believe towers. it. I don't talk on no conspiracies. Watch the documentary. Loose change. But yeah, anyway. but, but but my point is this. My point is this. Is that that's the immaturity of America that we have to stop. Nine eleven Muslims. What the fuck did the Muslim have to do with nine eleven? There were there were Muslims that were killed in nine eleven. It wasn't a Muslim thing. It was a Al Qaeda, a, a hate group who hated America for reasons that we. May be valid reasons. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. They did what they, they, they did what they felt they needed to do, and they weren't thinking. Let's do it in a place and only going to kill white Americans or Christian Americans. They was like, whoever's there is dying. That's what happened. Let's not do the Muslim thing. But that's what I'm trying to say. Slavery, on the other hand, is different. It's about black and white. That's different. I can look at you and say you're black and look at you and say white. If they are going to teach about 9-11 in schools, they should not teach about 9-11 in schools where they speak about uh, uh, the Muslims attacked America. Come on, you can't. So what should American history be? What is the what should we teach about American history? Like what is our what we I have? think that we should teach about America and the world and religion. And then right after that, we should have religion. financial literacy classes religion. and cl classes about credit. I'm just telling you, you can teach about religion, but you can't teach about, all right, I might want to go into how those intertwine with one another. All righty then. That was a really good. As a man that has had success in life, I will tell you this, that we all need each other. And we cannot take what one person did out on other people. If you want to have a problem with the person that did it, I'm cool with that. But I'm just not going to blame. I'm not going to blame. I, oh. think the, I think the greatest, I think a key to success is when something goes wrong, look at yourself in the mirror. I think that's a key to success. Not when something goes wrong, be like, whose fault is this? Those people over there. Nah. When something goes wrong, when I fail, I fail. I look at myself. When something I did didn't work, I blame me. Even if I blame me because I trusted you. I still blame me. I don't blame you because you did it. I blame me because I trusted you. We just got to stop pointing fingers and start looking in the mirror. Michael Jackson said it, yo. Oh, no, he's not about to bring MJ into That's this. why that's one of the Absolutely greatest songs I've made because he, he said, I'm going to change. If At I the end the, of the day, history If I want the world itself. to change, I'm going to talk to the man in the mirror, not the man sitting next to me. History repeats Who got his itself. own issues. Go ahead. So if you don't know how you got here, you want to end up back in the same situation again. And it's not going to look the same. It's not going to be blatant slavery. But, you know, jail's a modern-day slavery now, so it's still all going on. Um, so we're going to go into our music questions. What is the best song with children on the hook slash chorus? I'm going to say the Little Dirt record because we did it. Oh, that was a good one. You know what? I, I, I set you up for that one, and that was a we good one. We did it. I love it. Um, it's barbecue season. What songs must be on the barbecue That's the most gracious playlist? thing we've said it's barbecue show. season. I didn't say black barbecue. We know white bar barbecue. The white people barbecue. Yes, they got a whole they, big they grill. grill. They grill. They I, call I'm themselves not grill master. The white people barbecue. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not okay, worried okay, about okay. them okay. anyway. Hold on, I gotta this say something. I gotta say something. Anyway. When a white person is cool, what's the first thing people, you do? Invite they, them to no, barbecue. They say you're invited to the barbecue. Yeah, white people don't invite us to shit. Cause they don't get happy when we I know. Want to make sure I know that I didn't say that either. Oh. <laughs> I've been invited uh, place by white people. I don't know. That's your experience. But see, what I'm trying to say this is beautiful. That's your experience. It's not my experience. What do they serve at white barbecues? I don't think I would uh, be interested in going. A uh, chicken salad with raisins in it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> you can only listen to two albums for the rest of your life. What two albums are you listening to? Tupac, Me Against the World, and. I'm trying to give him the answer, and I know what he's trying to give you. 
Tupac, Me Against the World. And by the way, I have my top 10 hip-hop albums of all time written down. Uh, but I would say probably it's hard. Tupac, Me Against the World would be one. And then but this is something Kanye, you're... The College Dropout. Yeah, I like that. And then um, I have one more. Oh, who had the best? Oh, matter of fact, I don't even. Just give me some of the best. The best debut rap album. I want to see if you're going to think of who I think of. The top five debut rap albums of all time to me are Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, Biggie, Ready to Die, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, 50 Cent, okay, Get Richard Die Trying, and Lauren Hill, Miss Education of Lauren Hill. We got a girl. I didn't think he was going to give us one. Okay, so those were my music questions. Um, the last thing I want to kind of wrap up with is I know you're a movie person. Um, Fast and Furious was a big topic that was going on this week. Tyrese, people were saying, why y'all keep coming out with Fast and Furious? He came back and said, because we make well, Ludacris said that. By oh, the way, Ludacris, Ludacris went to Banneker High School, my high school. We went to school together. Oh, we had to throw that in. I'm just saying, like, um, it's dope. Like, one of the biggest movie franchises is somebody who went to school with me. That's amazing. Like, that's great. I why do you think Fast and Furious has been able to make so many of these movies and be successful at it? Um, honestly, I think people just want to go see anything. I think people, it's not nothing against Fast and Furious, but I just think people want to be experiencing things. Like, the movies is an experience. Like, and Fast and the Furious has, there's not one bad movie, except for maybe the second one or the one with Bow Wow, the, the, the Tokyo Drift. Hold on, I said something wrong? <laughs> I didn't even know Bow Wow was not one. No, Bow Wow's in Tokyo Drift, but I'm just saying, none, since they can't, since Vin Diesel came back, them shits has been awesome. So keep making them. By the way, I heard it's a new Transformer coming out, and yeah. I can't wait to see okay. it because Transformers is one of my favorite movies, and I'm just going to go see it. Um, That's why they make it. Best Rocky movie, and it's the last question. Four. Rocky Four. Why? I know you have Russian. a whole theory on it. They fought the Russian in Russia, and people, people booed him, and they hated him. I learned so much from that movie. Rocky Four is the reason why I don't care what people say about what I'm doing. Because people say most people are sheep and they say what other people are saying. They don't have their own feelings. Right? And not only that, people change their mind. Rocky Ford, they booed him the whole fight. And then they saw this motherfucker ain't going to stop. And then all of a sudden they start cheering for him. Because people, I think we as humans see each other as super versions of each other. And we see each other for inspiration. So me seeing you not give up makes me not want to give up. There are people right now that see this podcast as like, they sound like me. They prove that I can be successful. That's the importance of th this shit. Entertainment, movies, films, everything. I think if we knew how much what we did affected people, we would do it differently. All right. Capital then. Capitalism won't be as, as big as it is if we thought about how our work affected others. I thought you were a supporter of capitalism. I am. But I also ain't going to make money. I'm not trying to make money on the, on the back. Like, like, okay, let me just say something, then we can wrap it up. Do y'all know how much information I know? No, I'm, you're like a computer. No, 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 fuck that. I'm talking about insider information at music labels. I know everything. Have I ever given away information on here? If I did give it away, this podcast would probably be the biggest podcast in the world. But I made money, but I hurt people. So I am a capitalist, but I also want to do right by people. I'd rather make $100 million the right way than $300 million by hurting people. And that's just me. 
That's what people should stand on. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Culture Report. You can catch us every Friday, 12 Like, subscribe, uh, whatever you got to do. Support, share, comment. By the way, I've ran into so many people that have been telling me how much they love this show. And I just want to tell y'all, I appreciate y'all. I wish I could hug every last one of y'all. Because this shit started off as a social experiment. And now we have a set. A real one. A real one. If you watch the show, you can see how it changed. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I, got, I'm, I got a whole little thing I'm going to make for us. Watch. Okay. Thank you guys for coming on a journey with us. Well, like we said, well, subscribe. See you guys next week. Let's go. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.